Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to just thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And, boy, I'll tell you, I love when you all send me emails and and comment on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. And we're getting ready to do some really cool video stuff that I think most of you are going to uh, going, going to love. You know, I'm probably one of the last people that has a show like I have uh, in multiple markets across the country that is uh, entered into the video age. And I'm going to be sharing an interesting story about that as we move forward uh, in the next couple weeks. Now, you know, why is that? I mean, why is it when all of the signs, just about everything that I've been able to step on, feel, bump into, has pointed that that's a direction we need to go with the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. But you know what? Enough about me about signs. I have an incredible guest joining me here today that's going to talk all about this. Learning to see signs in today's fast-paced ADD world. How is this a challenge? What can we do to learn more about it? And the author of If Only God Would Give Me a Sign. This is a, one of these interviews I've been so looking forward to. You know, a stand-up comedian, that's who this author, Linda Potter, uh, took as a first career choice. Uh, like most of us, we stepped into careers that probably had very little to do with our passion, but most of the time, it meant that this was a place that we were meant to be at a point in time. Today, she's joining me here as someone that knows a lot about life, a lot about signs, and most importantly, has a very powerful message. Her book, If Only God Would Give Me a Sign, is awesome. And I'm so thrilled to have her here joining us here today. She is also part of the managing editing team for Bella Spark Magazine and head writer for Bella Spark Productions. Uh, if you don't know what Bella Spark is all about, I will tell you. This is an event that I love and I've had the opportunity to be an opening act for some of the most incredible people on the planet in the field of human potential. So interesting that Linda's path and my path would somehow get to crack, get to, get to cross again. And in this world, what are we looking at when we're looking at luck, spontaneity, or is it really all about the signs? Linda, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So, you know, it's interesting. You know, a stand-up comedian much more and now writing for uh, Bella Spark Magazine, now the author of your book. Um, what do you think God's plan is for you? <laughs> <laughs> if only I knew. That's not one of the questions they sent yeah, for me to ask you, you know, by the way. That's the whole reason I wrote this book. Um, yeah, and that's really what started the whole thing is I had no clue. You know, I, I always tell people that I had, you know, more more career choices than, than hair colors over time and that, you know, my resume reads like a like a, a Wikipedia entry for attention deficit disorder. But it's because I couldn't figure out where I was going and what it is that I wanted to um, be or do or how I wanted to show up in the world, that the book came about in the first place. Um, so it's been a process, and I think uh, this is what the book has been trying to tell me, is that I need to be out there talking to people about the experience of spiritual evolution and how it doesn't have to be serious, it doesn't have to be difficult, it doesn't have to be painful. It can actually actually be fun. We can enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you, somewhere along the line, we picked up the notion that God does not have a sense of humor. And I don't know where we picked that up from. Uh, you know, for example, must have a sense of humor because I am living in Seattle where it rains most of the time. That's got to be a cosmic joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, having said that, uh, you know, we've developed information about what we think is true, what we think is not, 
And your book does one thing. It says, boy, you better be paying attention. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when you were talking about where did we get that notion, what popped into my head is, you know, I think it was those old biblical epics, don't you? You know, the Ten Commandments yes. and that, you know, where God just smited with such vengeance every time we did anything wrong. <laughs> so it was all pretty catastrophic stuff. Um, but then I remember, you know, I remember back in the late 1970s seeing a movie that really had a lot of impact on my choice to do this book in the first place. And I'm sure you remember it. It was Oh God with uh, George Burns. Oh, George yes, Burns absolutely. Denver. Oh, my gosh, I loved that movie. And, you know, I remember thinking when I saw that movie, you know, if God were as approachable as George Burns or if we thought of <laughs> it as more approachable as George Burns, you know, spiritual growth would be a piece of, well, you know, angel food cake or something. But if we could only become comfortable, you know, just in that comfortable position of dialoguing with our higher power, discussing spirituality with our friends at Starbucks, you know, if only spiritual evolution didn't have to involve, you know, all those repeated dark nights of the soul followed by the what was I thinking mornings. You know, if we could only lighten up as we enlighten up, you know, as we pursue our enlightenment. And, and that was kind of what started me thinking. And then it was, you know, 10 years later sort of thing when I started thinking about writing a book about God that would change people's perspectives on, you know, what a relationship with our higher power was really like. You know, much in the same way that that movie um, did for me. And, of course, when you set an intention, immediately the universe jumps in to make sure that you get to experience everything you need for that intention to manifest. And I set in motion a series of events that unfolded over, unfolded over the next several years that, yeah, prove that God did indeed have a sense of humor and made me realize that, you know, once I finally figured it all out, once I got that punchline, life would make sense in a way that it had never done before. And I felt like, you know, in the movie, that aha moment came for John Denver when he stopped asking why me and started asking, what would you like me to do next? Okay, and for me, the moment came when I stopped asking if only God would just give me a sign and started asking instead, which of the thousands of signs I'm getting day in and day out would you like me to pay attention to today? And then we can take it from there. <laughs> so now that's kind of how it all started for me anyway. Well, and, you know, let's, this is really kind of interesting because you share, you know, stories in the book where, you, you know, you, you ask for a sign and, and you got the sign. And I love that you're talking about intention because I think we have this idea and, and probably we got this the same place we get so many things. This idea that, it, you know, intentions are only the things that, that show up as things we desire in, a, in the positive sign of the, spread, the column on the spreadsheet. Oh, and sure. yet, mm-hmm. we really do get everything we ask for, don't we? Oh, yeah, we sure do. <laughs> it's that be careful what you ask for uh, conundrum there. Um, because, yeah, everything will show up, and we're setting intentions constantly, whether we realize it or not. Every thought, you know, sets an intention. Um, and that's why we say, change your thinking, change your life. Um, and yeah, that, and signs can help us redirect our intentions, can help us see where we need to start focusing if we want to have something positive happening in our experience. Well, and you know, I, I, Linda and I were talking about this, and Linda said, we got a sign to interview you. Uh, and we were, t- it's really interesting. This is true because we were talking about setting intentions and, and signs and where to look for them and how to look for them. And, and, you know, and we were just chatting a little bit about how lucky I've been in my life. And, you know, and then all of a sudden the information was there about your book. We love the title yeah. and jumped on it immediately. And, uh, and I think that's part of the message also that you're, you're, you're giving us. Uh, in this world where everything is faster, accelerating, people are hard pressed to see the things that are in front of them. What do you say is our greatest challenge right now? And, and I'm really talking about people of all ages. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It, actually, I think you're absolutely right when you say it's paying attention to the signs that are, that are around us. I think signs are, are synchronicities, uh, signs are cues for us to pay attention to something. And whether you consider them signs from God, signs from the universe, however you want to look at it, we get lots of, um, you know, visual aids, <laughs> should, should I say, uh, every single day. Little things that show up for us, and sometimes they're not just visual, sometimes they're feelings or uh, notions that we get thoughts that come into our minds. But what you know what I did with the book was I specifically focused on all the visual aids that are there constantly if we're willing to have a sense of humor and take advantage of them. And you know, I'm focusing on real hard culture type signs, like a, a yield sign that you might come across on a road or a open for business sign that you might see in a store window. And those kinds of signs, you know, if you're willing to have fun with this and if you're willing to slow down long enough to pay attention to what's going on around us. Little signs like that are fun. You know, it when early on in this process, I kept running into yield signs everywhere I went. Now, you know, I'm sure these signs had been there for years, but over a period of about a week, it seemed like I encountered more than I'd ever noticed before. And I, you know, and I sort of left and I went, okay, God, I get it. (laughs) It's just time for me to, you know, let go, let God here and not try to push into everything, not pull out into traffic all the time without making sure, uh, you know, the way is clear to do that. Or, um, you know, you run into something like, well, the one that I love at the airport, I, seen this one too many times but all of a sudden it became really really spiritual <laughs> was, you know check baggage you know, yeah man if it were only that easy you know <laughs> how did i miss that sign before <laughs> if you check baggage you don't have to cart it on with you, <laughs> you know? and then i thought the ultimate punchline to that though is when you get off the plate and then you're leaving to go back and, you, and, and what you see is the sign that says uh, Pick up your baggage here, you know, or claim baggage. <laughs> I thought, really? Do I have to? I just checked it two hours ago. I'm done. Well, this is really what I love about this. For those of you uh, tuning in, uh, Linda Potter is joining me here today. The book is If Only God Would Give Me a Sign. The sign we got was when we found out about Linda and her book, uh, really, uh, by mistake. But there are no mistakes. And what I know is when I see a sign, boy... I love to jump on it. The key is, what are the signs? When we come back, we're going to be talking about signs and coincidence. What are the differences? And also, you know, of all the signs that have shown up, you know, how do we recognize the ones that give us hope, hope, the ones that are cautioning us? You know, dinosaur in the brush kinds of things. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, go to drpatlive.com. And we'll give you lots of information about Linda, about her book, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you've gone through a separation and feel disappointment, despair, loss of identity, and fear, there is a new pathway to joy for you. SoulWorks Coaching empowers you to go through this separation with soul and hope. So get ready to step into a new relationship with yourself and build a fabulous new life. Contact Monique today at 617-328-7113. That's 617-328-7113. And visit soulworkscoaching.com. Give yourself this gift of love today. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. 
Life Shifting with Dr. J is a show about living full out and helping listeners to banish their fears, embrace their dreams, and move with greater ease through the ups and downs of our crazy world. Dr. J's Life Shifting Method is all about reinventing and renewing ourselves throughout our lives. Dr. J will have a wide array of entertaining, insightful, and highly credentialed guests who will inspire us with stories of their own life shifts. Listeners will wake up, listen deeply, and reflect about their own lives and are encouraged to call in and get live coaching from Dr. J and his expert guests who are passionate about helping people reclaim lost vitality. Life Shifting with Dr. J is about heartfelt dialogue, amazing life stories, personal struggles of highly successful people, their journeys, their ups and downs, and their triumphs. Listen in to Life Shifting with Dr. J on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll be inspired and moved to step up to your growing edge and shift your life into high gear. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for the complete show schedule. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City SolveUrbanRace.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Great show. We are really heating it up here for you. Linda Potter joining me here today. If only God would give me a sign. That is the name of her book. We're going to be talking about some of these signs. But before we do, I want to make sure you have her website. It is www.lindampotter.com, lindampotter.com. And uh, we're going to talk lots more about the book. Uh, Linda, is there another website you want to direct people to? Um, they can also go to wordkeepers.com. That's the publisher, um, and she has more information as well. Okay, great. Okay, so those of you out there, we're going to talk about signs, you know. And, and look, what does it mean to get a sign? Is it as simple as, you know, taking a trip to a shopping mall? Or as I was sharing with Linda, you know, I had a ladybug in my car, Linda. I was telling you during the break. I had a ladybug in my car that just would not leave. And, uh, and I, and I said to somebody, I said, you know, there's gotta be some meaning in this ladybug that just wouldn't leave my car. And I said, I felt so bad about, you know, it not leaving. And, you know, one of my uh, folks turned around to me and said, you know what? You know what the meaning was? I said, no, what? They said the ladybug didn't want to leave the car. <laughs> and, and that really opens up the conversation to take a look at signs, for example, what they are, how we recognize them, and, and, how to put meaning to it all. Right, exactly. So when you told me that story, what came up for me was it didn't really make any difference whether the ladybug wanted to be there or not be there. What was important is that you noticed it. Now, the fact that you noticed it says something about you, you know, that maybe you just needed to take the time to notice something very small. All of this stuff has meaning on some level. How much meaning we want to put into it, that's a whole other other issue. Um, You know, I... I say things like I had I had a book fall off the shelf. You know, this happens to people all the time. You're in a bookstore or a library and a book falls off and it falls on the floor and it opens to this amazing page and you pick it up and sure enough, there's something you really needed to read. And you think, wow, that was, and it was, that was definitely a sign. Now, you don't want to extrapolate that out to you're walking down the aisle of the grocery store and a box of candy bars falls on the, on the floor. What does that mean? Now, you know, I sure don't want to go there. I, it probably just means somebody put the candy bars on the shelf not in a very good way and they have fell off. I wouldn't want you to jump to the conclusion it means you're supposed to eat them. Um, so you know, you kind of have to weigh whether something feels like a sign or not. Uh, I had a really interesting experience uh, a few weeks ago, and it was all about interpreting you know, what was going on. And I had made connection with an old college boyfriend who, by the way, happens to make it into the book in a very brief um, little description, a little story about him. And he contacted me on Facebook, and I thought, oh, my, I have not heard from this person in 
I don't even want to tell you how many years, but it's been decades. But isn't that interesting that we reconnected at this point? So, you know, I thought, well, you know, we could look at this in a lot of different ways. You know, I, I could look at it that it's a sign I should run away from home and go off with my college boyfriend. Probably not it. Um, or I could look at it as a sign to look at that relationship. What did I learn from that over time? I could see that as a, just a fun chance to reconnect with my past. And when you decide, you know, deciding what that actually meant for me, I knew the answer to that. I knew the answer to that. Um, I sat down and thought about it. I said, okay, so what does this realistically mean? What it realistically meant for me was that I was reconnecting with something from my past, and I realized after a couple of emails back and forth how different I am now than I was then. So for me, that connection was an, an amazing um, opportunity for me to look back over the years and evaluate how I've grown. So yeah, it was a sign in that sense. Uh, you know, signs from, I feel like signs from God, if you will, are always empower us, always lead us in a good direction. Um, something that tells you to do something that doesn't feel good, that has a negative connotation to it, that's not a sign from God. That, you know, that's our, our ego wanting to, to play in, in areas that we want somebody else to give us permission to play in. You know, well, God told me to do that. Um, and, and that's how, you know, kind of the, the thing that I use is to be able to kind of determine whether something is or is not a sign that I need to pay attention to. Well, I love that you're talking about this because, it, you know, I, I'm sure you're up on current events. I'm not. But I, <laughs> but I will tell you that, you know, since the what happened in Japan, uh, the disaster in Japan and some other things that are happening, it's interesting how we look at that and we say that is a sign. You know, that disaster is a sign. But then that really talks to the issue of whether we believe that God is benevolent or not, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And see, what is it a sign of? Exactly. We can make all sorts of determinations around that. We can look at that and say, oh, you know, God is a vengeful God or whatever, and, you know, obviously the poor people in Japan are suffering because of that. Or we can look at it as, you know, this is nature, this is nature expressing, uh, we live on this planet, this is part of what happens um, from time to time with when the earth shifts, and what has come out of that. Uh, there's some amazing things that have come out of that uh, particular tragedy. You hear incredible stories of, you know, people reconnecting, of helping oh. each other. Of, and, you know, and so there's a lot of good that comes out of there, too. And maybe maybe it's the sign is basically saying, yeah, there's some things that, that we really don't have a lot of control over because we live on a planet, you know, that, that has its own mind and its own way of being. But we can certainly make the best serving that does happen by acknowledging our oneness, our unity, our ability to have compassion, our ability to be with each other in times of crisis. So, yeah, <laughs> just how you want to go with that. Well, let's talk about what, you know, what our listeners could, could make of all of this. And certainly you have had some profound uh, let's just call them signature awareness moments. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, acronym is SAM for that, just in case oh, you're interested. Okay. That's interesting. I did not know <laughs> Very that. Very interesting. You know, let's take people through the steps, because I'll tell you what I did with the butterfly, FYI, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, the ladybug. ladybug. You know, ladybugs... I've always noticed them, but, you know, never to that extent, you know, because I had a very emotional experience with this ladybug. For example, uh, here I'm trying to get it out of the car, and I decided to stop because in the process, it looked like I was hurting it. And so Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of this experience, right, trying to go to the studio, needed to get there on time, did not want to kill it. I don't kill anything pretty much. Um, sure. you know, because I learned from my Native American mentors that if you kill it, you got to eat it. And oh. then here I am with this butterfly. So I stopped and I just stopped to watch it. And eventually what happened is it crawled up the side of the window because I had the window down and took off. But then I took the time to look it up. So I just want to get a sense from you. When we see these signs, how do we go from seeing this sign to actually understanding the meaning of the sign and then using that that insight in our lives. Right, right. Yeah, 
when you, you know, seeing the signs, a sign is anything that you notice is basically what I tell people. Yeah. Signs, of course, are coincidences and coincidences are signs. I don't have a problem with that. I don't see that they're mutually exclusive in any way, shape, or form. Right. Anything, yeah, anything is a sign that you notice, whether it's something as simple as, well, you know, like an open close sign on a, on a, uh, store window. It could be something as simple as someone gives you a book about something that, that all of a sudden you see, realize that you need. It can be a dream. It can be anything that shows up repeatedly in your life. So anything can be a sign if you notice it. If something attracts your attention and you find yourself, my, why am I, why am I noticing that? Okay. Then the next step is to find out why you noticed it. This is the interpretation of the sign. Okay, so now I've seen a, you know, beware of low-flying aircraft sign, which was one of those ones where I went, oh, my goodness, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this one. <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, and then I thought about it, and, and as I worked through it and started, I journaled a little bit. I just asked. You know, I, it's amazing the answers you'll get if you just ask. I just went into meditation and said, what in the world is this sign supposed to mean to me? And, you know, what I got back was it was kind of general. I needed to work with it. I needed to journal. I needed to do more with it. But the bottom line was is that, you know, we remain low-flying aircraft, buzzing ourselves and others until we're able to raise ourselves spiritually, until we understand that we can fly higher than that. Um, there's no reason to be constantly on the ground, you know, we have the infinite ability to to move out into space, so to speak. Uh, so that's what I kind of did with that. And it also came up for me, you know, an incident in my childhood, not my childhood, actually, I was a young adult at the time, had a very, very bad incident on an airplane where I ruptured an eardrum. And it brought all of that up for me. And, I, you know, I had a chance to think about that. Now, how does that apply to, you know, what the sign meant and kind of what I was getting around that was, you know, that, that incident on the airplane actually kept me from flying for almost 20 years because it was so um, traumatic to me and so painful. And there were just so many things around that whole experience that I didn't want to revisit. So needless to say, I had been a low-flying aircraft for a very long time until I was able to get past that. And then, you know, back in the air, I'm back flying. I'm back, you know, doing the things that I want to do on so many different levels. So it's a matter of you see the sign, then you've got to interpret it. But the hardest part is, is then to take action on what you figure out. Well, let's hold that thought for when we come back for break because sure. you're absolutely right. And, you know, some of the challenges that we encounter along the way, we're going to talk about those and much more here on the Dr. Pat Show. My very special guest, Linda Potter, joining me here today. You can find out lots about her. Go to the website, lindampotter.com. But more importantly, the book is If God Would Give Me a Sign. When we come back, we'll talk about how to take those actions, what happens when you get a bump in the road, and honestly, is a bump in the road a sign? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. I want to tell you about my friend glutathione. Imagine each cell of your body as a room in a house that has a fire in the fireplace to provide heat and energy to optimize your body's functioning. Now imagine that fire getting out of control due to stress, illness, or toxins. This is when your friend glutathione is not produced fast enough to turn the heat down. I found something amazing that has transformed my health dramatically, and I've lost 20 pounds as a bonus. Action Way. Action Way is nature's perfect way of providing the three precursors to maintain high levels of glutathione in each cell of your body. Research has shown that Action Way has the purest ingredients to create glutathione naturally and effectively in your body to control that raging fire. Please call me at 866 866- 831-4330 for more information on Action Way and visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and earth.com to find out how to get your raging fire under control. Are you feeling stuck in a dead-end job, an unhappy relationship, or struggling with your health? Would you like to thrive in all areas of your life? Trisha Moore can help you find the answers you're looking for. A gifted, intuitive consultant, Trisha will help you find your passion and gain confidence to move ahead at record speed. Schedule a free 15-minute consultation. Call 206-618-8601 and visit TrishaMoore.com. Move into action, one intuitive step at a time. 
Isn't it time that you powerfully aligned with your soul's purpose and activated your divine gifts and talents so that you can thrive in the new paradigm? Tune into Soul Purpose Central with internationally acclaimed radio host Jennifer Longmore, North America's soul purpose expert. You've been divinely guided here because something deep within your diamond light longs to be activated so that you can joyously evolve through your ascension journey. After 20,000 soul purpose and healing sessions, Jennifer now joyfully shares with you her profound wisdom and experience in the Akashic Records, multidimensional healing, and all that is relevant to your creation story as a unique spark of divine light love. Join us each Tuesday at 1 Pacific and 4 Eastern Time for Soul Purpose Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com for your connection to the wisdom of the collective Akasha and selected experts who can align you to all things soul purpose. Prepare to be activated, aligned, and accelerated on your ascension path. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest Resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show on our new day and time, Thursdays starting June 19th from 8 to 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 to 12 Eastern, for exciting and lively interviews with Dr. Pat Basili on the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. I love this. I love this book. If only God would give me a sign. You bet, sister. You bet. <laughs> and let me just tell you why. Uh, this is, uh, Linda Potter has sat down and really opened the door for us to truly attract and step into, uh, you know, our rightful place. And me, what I mean by that is, you know, these signs are everywhere, aren't they, Linda? And, you know, we're oh, yeah. talking about the steps to take. The hardest one, I think, for folks is I got the sign. For example, I got the ladybug, right? I even went and looked up what the ladybug stood for. And then the next step is, okay, now what? I mean, for you, you know, seeing a low-flying aircraft or, you know, you know, speed limit ahead or whatever those signs are, they've got to be leading to something. It's just not like this big old sign posted to your forehead, right? Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a call for action. Um, so you not only have to see the sign, you interpret what it is that it means in your life. And it means different things to different people. It even means different things to you at different times in your life. You know, what a yield sign would have meant for me at 19 and what it means for me at, um, you know, now, <laughs> a lot older, is completely different because uh, we're not in the same place. Uh, so you've got to figure out what it means for you. And then the hard, the, the really difficult part is to to then take action on it. Okay, I figured out what it means. Now I have to do something. It's This is not just information. This is a call to action. One of the most uh, moving signs that I came across uh, was one uh, that said, in case of flood, climb to higher ground. It meant something to me personally because we had, I'm in Colorado and we had this big Thompson flood um, 30 years ago in which pe- many people died in this flood. And the reason they died primarily is because they tried to outrun the waters rather than what they probably should have done, which was stop the car kind of thing or get out of their house and climb up the sides of the canyon. Because if you got up out of the way, the water could go by. You were stranded on the the cliffs for maybe a few hours, but at least you weren't in the floodwaters. And it was such a message for me when I saw that. You know, my heart just sank because I thought, 
yeah, that's exactly, you know, what happened for these people, but also that's what, where I was at that particular time in my life. I was going through a divorce, you know, and so, and having some difficulties, and so I thought, yeah, in case of flood, you know, when it all floods in on you, rather than trying to outrun it, what you need to do is to move up, move to higher ground, which for me meant reconnecting with source, reconnecting with God, finding a spiritual solution to this very troubling human problem. So those are the kinds of things where you get that call for action. And making that step forward to work on my spiritual path, that required me to do something. And, you know, we resist having to do something. Um, You know, we want to stay in our comfort zone. But as long as I stayed in the comfort zone, I was in danger of being drowned in that flood. So that was a really cool sign. But that's a good example of how that action step has to come. Well, you know, this is really kind of interesting because, you know, when we're taking a look at so many things in our lives, you know, and especially today, the questions come up uh, so often on the show, you know, what is my purpose? How do I get this? Uh, honestly, you know, what is the fastest growing occupation on the planet? Do you, do you know, Linda? I can tell I, you. I don't know. Be- becoming a psychic. Oh my goodness, I did not know that. My daughter is a well, psychic. That's funny. Well, you know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a little tongue in cheek there, but you know, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, the idea about this and, and looking at becoming, you, you know, the, uh, uh, what we want to be and paying attention to signs and doing this and doing that, it has turned out to be, you, you know, almost like we're in search of the lost ark. And so yeah. how can we help our listeners, you know, especially looking back at your life and your challenges, how do we help people use signs to get past the challenges? Yeah, you know, I started, you know, my story is kind of funny and I relate it in the book and it's kind of a long one, but I started by just putting the query, you know, out into the universe basically. And the sign that showed up for me uh, that started the whole process was a sign that was a help wanted sign. And what it said when I finally figured out why I was seeing the help wanted signs everywhere I went was because of what was written under it, not the help wanted itself. What had been written under the sign in small letters was inquire within. And once I realized that I was asking, you know, I want this sign, help is wanted, and I was getting back as an answer, inquire within. And at the time, I saw that particular sign. That was the moment that shifted so much for me. I mean, I just broke down into tears. I'm sure the, the proprietor of that poor little store thought I'd lost it. Uh, but I'm just out there sobbing my heart out looking at, <laughs> at a help-wanted sign. But, you know, that's that was the kind of thing where I knew that I needed to go within. And we we have these answers. We do have them inside of us. And we need to take time, and, and that's what we don't want to do. We would do just about anything to avoid having to sit down and meditate for an hour a day. <laughs> you know, anything. <laughs> we, want, we, we don't want to put our time into it. And so much of it starts by just sitting down and going, okay, you know, what is it that I'm dealing with right now that I need answers to? And then starting to pay attention, carrying a notebook with you. I carried a notebook with me for three weeks after I got that help wanted sign, wrote down every single physical sign that I saw just because it was so exciting, the possibilities that were in all of these signs. I thought, there's something here. You know, it's that old pony in the the story. There must be a pony in here somewhere. And I just kept writing. And I had like three, 400 signs by the time I was done. And I would sit down and I would just write. I would start with, okay, let's pick this sign today. And I would write about it and this sign and write about it. And slowly but surely, where my issues were and what the signs that I really needed to focus on were came out as I started to talk to myself, as I started to write, meditate, do all of those kinds of things. And that's how you you have to start somewhere. So, you know, you start with even just one day, everything that you noticed in a day beyond your, your common ordinary experience, anything that stands out for you like your ladybug experience or you meet a friend you haven't talked to in months or, um, uh, I don't know, a blue car, you see blue cars everywhere you go. Whatever it is that stands out for you in that 24-hour period, let's say, you make a note of and then you sit down and start working with that. And the message is in there. The message is in there if we're willing to take the time. What are some of the greatest challenges you've had in interpreting signs is there any one or two signs that have popped up where you just like wow i just don't get this one yeah <laughs> I, had two, I had two i had two and i 
and I wasn't even going to put them in the book because I thought, oh my gosh, this is kind of out in left field, but I knew I'd, I'd encountered it for a reason. Um, the one that was a little bit obtuse for me, at least, was Beware of Dog. And I thought, what the world? Well, you know, where is that one going? And as I started working with it, I realized that it was, it was kind of a metaphor for um, fear, you know, and you'd see these big signs, some of these signs were gigantic with these vicious looking dogs on them and people would have them on their fences and they have them in all sorts of strange places and I thought, you know, beware of dog with that, it, it's really just saying, you know, I'm afraid. You know, this is my, my fear is bigger than yours, you know, so I have a 10 foot beware of dog sign and you have a little one and, and the dog usually that we were supposed to be aware of was often just some tame little gentle creature that was, you know, a foot high, uh, but the owner felt the need to just broadcast fear everywhere that they went. And as I kind of worked with that, I realized that, you know, I had never really been comfortable having pets. I was always allergic to them. And I thought, well, why is that? Wasn't that interesting that I never had, never could bond with dogs, never bonded with cats, and had a chance to work with that a little bit and came to the realization that once I started working on fear in general, all sorts of things no longer bothered me, and one of which was I no longer had allergies to animals. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, you know, where did that come from? It just, it just overnight, these allergies to dogs went away, and I, I now have four grand puppies, and... I love them to death. You know? It's really an amazing. <laughs> oh, you know, amazing one of the things experience. we're going to talk about when we come back, just for those of you that are wondering, what are we talking about? I'll tell you what we're talking about. Thanks to Linda Potter. If only God would give me a sign. When we come back, we're going to talk about the signs that give us the most hope, the signs that perhaps, you know, show up in our lives to point us into a higher calling. What do those look like? You know, but more, most importantly, we're going to talk about the fact that every one of us, Every one of us has the ability to see them and then do something about them. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. Did you know there is only one truly perfect food protein produced by nature? It can bring dramatic results to your health, your appearance, and overall performance. Introducing Action Way. No other protein supplement on the market has been able to achieve the incredible health benefits of Action Way while still achieving a taste that is better than a malt shop shake. Action Way for the way nature intended. Visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and earth.com for more information. Lynette McKenzie is on a mission to raise the resonance of the listeners, inspire them to heal their wounds, and live their passion. Opening to Ecstasy Live with Lynette, Radio for Your Body and Soul, features renowned healers, teachers, and change agents who are leading the way in advanced thought in the areas of sex, spirit, finding your purpose, living your passion, and befriending your body. Opening to Ecstasy Live with Lynette. Radio for your body and soul will enliven you, give you hope, expand your mind, and put the sparkle in your eyes. This talk radio show addresses serious issues while remaining lighthearted and fun. Lynette is masterful at combining humor and energy-raising techniques to give listeners an instant energetic boost and a heartfelt smile. If you're ready to open to ecstasy and expand your mind, tune in, tune on, and get live with Lynette. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, go to OpeningToEcstasy.com or OpenLiveNow.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com, transforming the world one listener at a time. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, The Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's The Dougal Fraser Show. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. Sign up for a newsletter. Then you get to find out a whole bunch of things in advance. And certainly you'll be able to receive a copy of this archive from today's show. Uh, Linda M. Potter is the author, If Only God Would Give Me a Sign. Uh, the book uh, can be found just about everywhere. But if you go to the website, lindampotter.com, you're going to find lots of information. Uh, we're talking about signs for everyone. Linda, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, you know, that we've talked about a, a, a lot in the show today, and, and, and I thought, you know, let's talk about some of the signs that gave you the most hope or that could give people the most hope. Um, that, you know, so, there are some days where all we need to do is raise up our head another two inches, and we can see things we haven't seen before. So let's right. talk a little bit about, you know, what people would be able to glean from this book and how this could change their lives. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping that what they can glean from this book is that they will find uh, maybe there's just even one sign that I've written about as something that will get them moving in a particular direction. Something will resonate with them. Um, I more people, most of the people that I've talked to, or a lot of people that I've talked to, really resonate with the free to good home um, chapter uh, that's later on in the book that talks about, you know, spiritual evolution is free as long as you have the consciousness to accept it. You know, it's free to a good home. You create a good home for um, uh, an advanced consciousness, and it will be there. It will thrive there. It will grow there. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and that is that. That actually was one of the more hopeful uh, signs that for me. Um, the idea that, yeah, spiritual guidance is free as long as I provide a healthy environment for it to thrive. That was a hopeful one for me. Um, in terms of just, you know, finding signs, looking, it's one of the things I do with my, uh, I meditate every morning and I have finally gotten myself to an hour long meditation, which took forever. I can't sit still very well. But I got to an hour long meditation and I end my meditation every time with asking God for a sign. What I say is, you know, if I'm making any progress here, <laughs> if I am emulating what it is that you're like me to do here, just give me a little sign. I need the inspiration. I need the pat on the back. I need to know, you know, that I'm making progress. And sure enough, every day there will be some sign. And it's something so unique or just out of the ordinary that it's impossible not to notice it. And typically it will make me laugh. And it's nothing big usually. Uh, it's it's always something little simple thing. Um, somebody, I walked into, I think I was in a, gosh, Arby's or something yesterday. And as I walked in, I thought, oh, I really hope this one guy is there. He's so nice. He always gives me a senior discount without having to ask. <laughs> I <laughs> and sure enough, there he is. He's just standing there, his big grin. And he goes, "Hi." He said, "I'm so happy to see you, and I'm ready to give you your senior discount." <laughs> you know? And I thought, "Okay, that works. That's my sign for today. That's all it has to be." It was just something, you know, really simple like that. And that's all that it has to be. But you have, you kind of get this conversation going with your higher power. You know, this sort of secret code that you talk with each other. And you see these little things, and it's so joyous to find all these funny little things. I had a little girl. Well, there's another one I want to share real quickly. I, I was at a restaurant. I spent a lot of time in re- a lot of time in restaurants. Apparently, <laughs> I was in a restaurant, and we got up to leave the restaurant, and there was this darling little girl who was sitting across from us, and she's she's just totally engrossed in this storybook. She must have been all of five, you know, and she's reading the storybook. And I get up, and as I go by her table, she puts the book down, and she just looks at me, and she lights up, and she this. Grin and smile. She goes, I love you. <laughs> I thought, where did that come from? And then I went, oh, that was my sign for today. <laughs> oh, that is my beautiful. My heart just melted. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all it has to be. That's all it has to be. It can be something that simple. It can be, you know, anything that gets your attention, that makes you laugh, that makes you cry. You know, if it's dreams that you have are usually signs. Um, one Christmas I got a self-help book from the same self-help book from three unrelated people I knew. That was a sign. <laughs> 
uh, okay, I get it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, one of the more comforting things that showed up for me after my mother died, um, I was having a difficult time with that, and I remember uh, driving past her house, and every time I drove past her house, they just had that moment of sadness, and I turned on the radio to distract me, and sure enough, on the radio comes on the song, I'll Be There. And again, you know, I'm just crying my eyes out here, but it was, for me, a sign that said, yeah, it was a comforting sign. It was something that said, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So it, they, they can be that simple. It's that easy. And what I get is it could be that fun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and I, this is where we kind of started off earlier, you know, talking about the fact that we don't have to be on this journey, spiritual or otherwise, and, you know, always live in the dark night of the soul. Honestly, I don't even understand why we, you know, talk about the dark night of the soul as often as we do. I mean, don't we have the light night of the soul as well? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like the dark right. night is getting all the press here. Yeah, exactly. We want to share our misery so much more than we want to share our good. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I mean, even when we talk about our inner child, we talk yeah. about our inner child as if our inner child belongs in therapy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, but you know, you do. You get more attention when you're suffering than you do when you're having a good time. It's the squeaky wheel gets the grease kind of thing. And so we've kind of gone into that mode where, oh, I'm going to tell you all the terrible things that have happened to me so you'll love me more or something. Um, I hope we can move away from that. I hope we can I, get I more, are, you know, because, bright mornings, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said earlier. I mean, if we don't have enough, uh, if we don't have enough time to pay attention to the signs, we definitely are not having enough time to listen to each of us commiserate. I want to thank you for joining us here today. And I wanted to ask you one last question. What's your personal message, Linda? What would you love to leave with our listeners today? You know, I think that that finding signs, the thing that people need to focus on is this is no guilt, no tests, no trying to live up to the expectation of others approach to spiritual enlightenment, that we need to enlighten up on the road to enlightenment and just enjoy our experience with spirit. spirit. I mean, that's really what it comes comes to. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, it is really awesome to have you. The book is great. I know you're going around and you're talking to a whole lot of people <laughs> these days. Um, yeah. Let's make sure everybody has your website again. Yeah, it's lindampotter.com. And the book is actually uh, releasing the end of the month, uh, but it can be ordered on Amazon and it can be ordered through the publisher's website, Word Keepers, Inc., yeah, exactly, because we happen to get an advanced copy for, of the right. book. And so thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, Linda Potter, everybody, if God would give me a sign, this is a book you want to pay attention to. You can go to Amazon, as she indicated, and get your copy of the book. For more information about the Dr. Pacho, if you've missed any part of this, this is totally, totally fun conversation. The book is fun, but more importantly, the message is very powerful. You can go to drpatlive.com www.drpatlive.com or the drpatshow.com. Until next time, here's what I want to say to all of you. In the spirit of today's conversation, if you find a ladybug in your car and you see it struggling to stay in there, just take a moment and let it be. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show, everybody. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.